Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. All right, let's do me a favor. Some empty spots. Can we bring it in a bit? I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Can we bring it in a bit? And all the boys were going to listen to me and they were going to scoot up real quick, real quick in the name of Jesus. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It looks like I'm speaking to an, a far off distant crowd tonight. Let's get close. Because summer camp, we're about to be close. If you've ever been, if you've been for even just a minute, there ain't no room there. Hey, glad to see everybody tonight. We got some, uh, some older boulders that decided... <laughs> I'm kidding, no. Hey, thanks to the, some of the uh, leaders that aren't usually here on a Wednesday night. Thank you so much for coming. That's not a, that's not a joke against you. Hey, I'm, I'm probably one of the oldest 33. Lowry? 33? Okay. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're the old guys here tonight, but still young at heart, and I'll still uh, beat anybody in arm wrestling, and even you, CJ. So um, glad you guys came tonight. Anybody care about summer camp? Okay, good. Good response. Summer camp, one of the best times of the year for our life. If you aren't going, do everything you can next year to go. If you aren't going, you're not left out. That's the cool thing. You think, well, shoot, they're talking about summer camp. They're picking teams. They're, well, we've already done that. You know, they're decorating shirts. We're having a party. I guess I'm just stuck with plain old life. Listen, let this summer, whether you, and this is for you all going to summer camp, whether going or not, let this summer be one of the best summers of your life. Make the most of it. Tonight we're talking about expectation. It's the, it's the cliche summer camp message, but it's a good one. And we bring this up during summer camp because for the first time all summer, maybe for the year, you guys get real quiet. Not your response level. I'm talking about when we get to summer camp. T- take that phone out of your way. Get rid of TikTok and Snapchat for a bit. Praise Lord. <laughs> but we finally get to focus in on what God wants to say. All the things he's been trying to get over to us for months and months and months. And he says, spend a little time with you. Like, all right, that sounds good. Oh, I got a snap. Hold on one second. And then four hours go by like, oh, God, what'd you say? Oh, I, actually, I, I don't even have time to listen anymore. I'm going to go do, the, do this thing. Summer camp gives us a reason, forces us to have a reason to get that phone out of our hand. Why am I talking about that? That's 90% of your problems to begin with is that phone that's in your hand, is those relationships on the other end, those videos that you just consume with and that's all you can think about and watch. Talking about expectation tonight. What is it? Is expectation a feeling? Is it an emotion? I kind of define it as expectation as being optimistic. It's having a positive confession about what you want to see happen, right? talking about what you want to see happen. But the definition, I'll give a shout out to Webster's Dictionary here. It says expectation is going into a situation with a desired outcome. It's pretty self-explanatory. So when you go to life group, what's your expectation? When you go to church, when you get up Monday morning at six and have to catch the bus or your parents drop you off and you go to school, what is your expectation for the day? What's for, your, for, your, for those of you that work, what's your expectation on the job site? spiritually and and not spiritually just what's your expectation for life what are you expecting so here's my challenge to you i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time we usually try to speak for about 25 minutes usually part of that time we're going to break out into groups at the very end and we're going to do something but since everybody has a phone and we're always on it let's let's put it to good use tonight uh while i'm speaking 
I, I've already asked the Holy Ghost ahead of time, so I know he's going to do it because that's my expectation, that he's going to speak to you tonight. Some of you may already know what you are wanting this summer to look like for you. Some of you haven't had a single thought about it. That's why I'm here to encourage you to say, let's think about it. But when you go to summer camp, what are you expecting from God? What are you expecting from God? Don't put God in a box. Don't limit God. I use this definition a lot. God literally made every single thing that you could possibly imagine or, or even see with your eyes or the things we haven't seen yet. He made the universe, he made stars. I'm pretty sure the expectation you have going to summer camp, the thing that you want to ask God about, I'm pretty sure he can make it happen for you. Or you could go to summer camp and just let it start and let it end. And people say, how was it? Like, it was all right. Or your summer, if you're not going to summer camp, you got all this extra time where you're not doing stuff with school, unless you're in summer school like I was for one year for uh, failing I-step. Um, it was really bad. Uh, I got put with these kids. I shouldn't have been with them. I was like, I feel really weird with these kids. We were throwing, fire, I was throwing fireworks in the trash can at lunchtime. Don't know why. We skipped part of class and then another kid threw fireworks out the window. I'm like, why am I here in summer school with these kids? Anyways, I thought you guys want to know that. <laughs> what is your expectation though? What are you going into your summer? Yes, we're talking about camp, but let's just talk about your life in general. This summer, where you have so much more time than you normally do, you get to sleep in a little more, unless your parents are making you wake up and cut grass a lot. But you have more time on your hands. What is this? What could God do in your life? What could God use you to do in someone else's life? This summer, you got to ask him about it. You got to be clear. You got to be specific. So while I am talking tonight, I've already asked the Holy Ghost to speak to you all to show you the things, God, when I go to summer camp or just this summer, what is it that I'm expecting out of life right now? God, what is the thing? And sometimes I, I, I stop to think, I'm like, well, what is the thing? Then I was like, God, what do I need to hear from you most about? And he'll say, I'll go, oh yeah, what about this little thing over here? Gosh, that's been a bit bigger of an issue than I thought it was. Yeah, God, I need to hear from you about this. Or man, God, you told me like a year and a half ago about this one thing and I've really let it slip. I need to get back on board with your plan for that. So God, please, Please speak to me, maybe encourage me, maybe through a speaker or maybe through a private conversation. I've noticed a lot of times your answer comes through private conversation with people when we're chilling in the dorms. Uh, if you're not going to summer camp, if you're hanging out with friends over the summer, the good friends, private conversations can change so much when God uses someone to speak into your life. So as I'm talking tonight, I want you to write those things down, pull them out in your phone. If you, could, if you could think of three, I think that'd be awesome. Some of you already, just by us starting this conversation, already know those things. If you don't know them right now, I'm gonna keep speaking, and the Holy Ghost is gonna keep speaking, and he's gonna tell you those things that you need to be expecting to hear from God about. I'm, uh, I'm encouraged. I see a couple of you looking at your phones typing. Hopefully it's not Snapchat. <laughs> so faith, we're talking about expectation, but faith is expectation. That's what faith is. Faith is expecting and believing that what you want to happen will actually happen. Is it that simple? It is. Faith is not this huge grand thing where you need to be in church for 10 years and have all these qualities and been to Bible school. No, faith works for the one that just got into church. Faith works for the one that just said yes to Jesus. Maybe you've been in church or maybe you had a time where you were out of church and now you're back in. Faith works just as well for you. So start using your faith. Faith is expecting and believing that what you want to happen will actually happen. All right, I have two points. I'm not gonna take real long tonight. But this is what I want you to do with your expectation. Number one, ready for this? Are you sure? Okay, expect 
specific answers. Amzi, isn't that like strong arming God and like putting his arm behind his back, like answer this God, do this God. No, it's, I have a scripture to, to prove that you can actually do this. Expect specific answers. Tell God what you want to hear from him. Amzi, do you do that and you actually see your results? I do. Every single day? No, but very often. Amzi, does, does you, everything you ask God during the day always come to pass that day? No. Sometimes it's a week later or, or a month. But if you're trying to play the, if you're in it for the long haul, if you're in it to play the long game, sometimes you don't go to the gym one time and you have biceps, right? Like I've been trying that for a hot minute. It's just still not working. I'm like, all right, where did, come on, just don't be laughing at me. He's, he called me like a mosquito arms the other day. I was like, all right, cool. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it. I feel better about myself. Thought we're supposed to come here on a Wednesday night and be encouraged by each other, not busted down. I appreciate you. But tell God what you want to hear from him about. You know, when you're, when we're in relationship with each other, your girlfriends, your guy friends, you guys tell each other what you need from each other, right? Why do you think it's any different with God? Well, God, Amzi, I can't see him. I can't sense him with my natural senses. He is just as real and he is just as willing to listen to you and to talk back to you and give correction and give guidance and give you peace and give you encouragement. He's just as real as it is as me sitting here talking to Bruce right now. Same thing. Amzi, how do you talk to God and ask him those things? How I'm talking to you. Specific, not, oh, almighty God, you know, thee hast made my life so divine. Just cut that stuff out. That stuff doesn't work. God's not impressed with that. He's impressed with when you're real and when you speak from the heart. Like, God, hey, uh, I need to hear from you. I love you. Thank you for speaking to me. Just be real. It's so easy. Like, we've heard other ministers like, man, I cannot measure up to somebody like that. Like, they spend 16 hours in the Bible a day. I'm lucky if I get five minutes. I feel that I have kids. Um, but talk to God just like you're talking to your best friends. Very simple. You know, what I'm talking about, number, point number one is expect specific answers. It's not forcing God. It's just taking him at his word. And we can put this first scripture up there out of Hebrews 4.16, out of the Passion. It says, so now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned, to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. Let's look at the same scripture out of the Amplified Classic. It says, so this is what I'm talking about. I, I said, expect specific answers. Amzi, can you do that? Yes, you can be bold with God. Listen to this. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. That's Jesus. The throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. That scripture says that you can take your request to God and boldly approach him with it. Say, God, this summer, I need to hear from you about this. My family that's broken. So, so God, we live in this suburban house in this super nice neighborhood that if, if we named everybody would know in this area and we got the cars and we got the money, well, we think they, they, they think we do. And we got the perfect little lifestyle and we got the little dog and we got the nice trimmed yard, but our family is falling apart. There's so many people that live there. They come in here on a Wednesday, they come on a Sunday, they put on a perfect face. Hey, life is great, awesome, praise God, brother. And their family looks like they have it all together, but when you get them in private conversation, say, mom and dad don't even talk to each other. Ask God about those things. God, I need you to speak to me. I, God, I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna spend this summer and I'm expecting an answer from you. Not, 
you're going to do this, God. No, no, no. Hey, God, we're in this relationship together where you take care of me and I do things for you. I live my life to honor you and you take care of me. I'm expecting to hear from you about this. That relationship that I broke up with him and then I got back with him and then I broke up with him. My life group leader said he's toxic, but I'm back with him. And then my mom and dad said, you cannot do this. And then I'm back with them. <laughs> I love it. There's so many people laughing because we know those people. I've been there before. <laughs> Don't worry. If you feel embarrassed, I've been there too. God, I need you to help solidify some things in me this year at summer camp. And this summer, when I have all this extra time, God, I need, to, I need you to speak to me. Here's the thing, though. Don't just put it all on him. You do something. You jump in your Bible. You read. You, you pray. You talk to God. And I know those things I mentioned, I know a lot of those are really hitting home with some of y'all. Because as a youth pastor, I, have, I say the privilege of knowing your situation. I don't always like knowing because sometimes it's not great stuff. But I have the privilege of knowing that. So I know when I say those things, I know that means a lot to some people. Everything looks like it's going okay. But nobody really, really knows. So at summer camp, I know the Holy Spirit's already been speaking to you. Write those things down and say, God, I'm not leaving summer camp until you speak to me. If the van's are leaving and you haven't spoke to me, I'm staying there until you speak to me. You have to be like that, though. Not, eh, yeah, he didn't speak to me. I guess I'll get it next year. And then you live like you know what through fall and then winter and then spring comes around. Well, I guess I'll ask him the same thing again. I wasn't super persistent. I guess it'll just be the same thing again. Wow. So expect specific answers. But I've learned that to be true of God. And that, that in the end of that scripture, it says appropriate help, help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. And I've always, I've always learned God's timing is perfect. His plan is perfect. You might think, God, why aren't you doing anything yet? Maybe he's working something in you to set you up to be able to receive that thing he's going to do for you. Maybe your character is not developed enough. Maybe you need to mature spiritually just a little bit more, and then he's going to do that thing for you. And you'll look back and be like, I get it now. I understand that. Ames, are you speaking from experience? 100% yes. <laughs> so many times. But some of you are just going to summer camp because you urgently need to hear from God. But please do this. Please go, to, please go to camp. Please spend this summer if you're not going. Be determined. And you can say this to yourself. That God, I am going to hear from you. It's a little side note, but I just think it's so cool. There's been times when I've expected certain things. And it, then they happened. And I'm like, that's amazing. I can actually hear from God. I can't see him. I can't touch him. Sometimes I get a, a goosebump and I think that's him. But he actually cares and he actually listens and I can ask him things and he actually does them for me it's true take it from somebody that's needed a whole lot of help in my life and he's came through time and time and time again so go to camp determined to hear from God and I promise you I promise you if you go to camp determined God will speak to you you know, expectation, though, is, I've said this already, it isn't a summer camp thing, though. It is an everyday thing. MZ, is it possible to live every day with expectation? It 100% is. Every time I check the mail, I don't I just always have this feeling like someone's just going to send me, like, a huge check. I don't have any reason. I haven't done anything why they should. Just live with some expectation. Hey, sweet, someone sent us 15 grand. Woo, let's go. No, it hasn't happened. I've got a couple 20s here and there, but... <laughs> Amen for the 20s. Put some gas in my tank at $5 a gallon, $6 a gallon. <laughs> but expect nothing, guess what you get? Nothing. Expect small, okay, you get small. But 
if we know that we can expect big, why don't we do it? If we can expect big and get big, Sam, get big. If we can expect big and get big, why don't we do that? God said we can, you can literally come to me boldly, confidently, just come up and say, God, I need this. You're not strong arming him. You're not wrestling him to the ground, but you're saying, because of this covenant and this relationship we have, I can ask you these things because you care for me. So expect, I just want to be real bold with that. If you expect nothing, you get nothing. Well, I'm just going to go to camp for the delicious food and uh, the sunburn. It's great. What are you expecting? Ah, not a whole lot. Don't really need much. Let's not, let's boring, man. Let's not live like that. Let's not live like that. So how about we expect get big and get big? You with me? Okay. Point number two, you ready? This, this is the fun one because I feel like I feel like I'm overly expressive and I overly share what's going on in my life and I feel like so many people don't share what's going on in life. It's like if they share it and then God doesn't do it, they feel dumb. I'm sharing it, believing God's gonna do it. And for some reason, if I missed it, and he's like, hey, MZ, that's great that you asked me that, but that's not what I'm doing in your life. Like, I'd love to go be like a mercenary and like have like a rifle and like that be my job. I mean, God's not gonna do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Any of you young guys? Okay, no, no, no. Point number two, tell someone what you're expecting. Amzi, what if it's personal? Tell someone trusted, tell a life group leader. You don't need to blab it out in a group of people that can't do anything about it. Tell someone who really cares for you. Hey, Amzi, what if it's real personal? What if it's the addiction that I have on my phone late at night when no one sees and I do that thing to myself? What about that thing? Tell somebody, tell a life group leader, tell me. We won't judge you for it. You need, to be open, you need to be open and you need to be honest about what's going on in your life. Or you can live exactly the same for years to come. And that doesn't sound very fun to me. And I don't want to do that. I want to every year, every summer, every month, I want to get better and better and better every time. That's who I want to be. So point number two, tell someone what you're expecting. Write it down and tell somebody. Tell your parents, tell your closest friends, your pastors, your leaders, your family, and your siblings. Have you noticed this though? Telling creates excitement. Have you noticed that? There's a friend of mine right now that's looking at starting a business and, and opening something up. Uh, and it's maybe like a need in our area that he could potentially make a lot of money doing. And every time he tells me about it, he gets excited. And I can tell, I can see it in his eye because he has a little crazy twitch when he tells me. But telling creates excitement. It does, like, dude, I'm thinking about doing this thing. Or like, hey, at summer camp, like, my family is trash right now. Like, it is falling apart. It is bursting at the seams. God's going God's gonna to do something about it. And they're like, oh, oh really? telling creates excitement. I'm believing that God's going to speak to me. Some of y'all need to get stirred up to start believing like that and start expecting God to do something. Did you know you have some control over your family? You know that? You can sit back and take it and do nothing about it. And then when you're in your 20s, you'll say, the reason I'm this way is because of this. But I'm staying here tonight giving you personal responsibility to do something with what you have heard. Once you know some information, you are now responsible for it. Not me, not Pastor Morgan, but you. You're now responsible for it. But telling creates excitement. And what you expect, here's another thing. What you expect, you'll talk about. And I hear hardly any expectation a lot of the times. Out of friends, sometimes out of this group, I don't ever, rarely hear, do I hear someone come up and say, hey, uh, I've been struggling with this, but I've really been seeking God. I've really been expecting that this is going to get better. Sometimes you might hear it, 
but I think we need to get stirred up to start living like that. Yep. What you expect you will talk about. So that's why I've been talking about green team, tough, destroying some chumps at summer camp. No one else said it. I said it, so God's going to back it up. And just saying, just for the record, not keeping score, says love <laughs> keeps no record, but I have been on a lot of winning teams, a lot of winning teams. Telling creates excitement. What you expect to talk about. <laughs> Let's look at this scripture. Matthew 9, 20 through 22. Some of you are still mad. The green team sucks. <laughs> Matthew 9, 20 through 22. It says, suddenly, a woman came from behind Jesus and touched the tassel of his prayer shawl for healing. Anybody got a prayer shawl on tonight? She had been suffering from continual bleeding for 12 years. But, but look, she had faith that Jesus could heal her. For she kept saying to herself, and I like to also think that she was probably telling other people. Because what you expect you talk about. She kept saying to herself, I bet she probably looked at her kid or maybe one of her girlfriends that lived next door. Like, you know, I bet if I touch the robes of his garment, I bet I'll get healed. I bet she went all over tank because maybe she didn't know where he was at the moment. She's like, you know, I know when I see him, if I just touch his robe, I bet I can get healed. I would predict. Doesn't say that exactly. It says she said to herself, but at least she's talking to herself. That's not crazy if you do that. She kept saying to herself, if I could only touch his prayer shawl, I would be healed. Some of you need to say, if I could only get to summer camp this year and expect you, God, then I could be healed. Some of you need to think like that. Just then Jesus turned around and looked at her and said, my daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has healed you. And instantly she was healed. And is that real? It's real. <laughs> Brother Kenneth E. Hagan, he said this, those that are persistent get results. So true. You know why I know that? I've got three boys. Silas, Yuri, and Reuben. Yuri's been walking to the house about every five seconds. So we, we somehow got like 20 or 30 of these costumes, like every kind of Marvel and everything, every kind of Batman, everything. He's just walking to the house. Daddy, you wear this Stormtrooper outfit? I'm like, okay, fine. I wore it one year here, and I didn't know after I wore it. My wife wore it to another party, but she sewed it up to fit her. <laughs> and so I put this thing on. I'm like, ah. Oh, struggling to get it on my shoulder. It's like skin tight on me. And she gets home and she laughs at me like, how'd you get that on? I was like, I don't know. It's so tight. She's like, I sewed that to fit me. It was like, oh, that's why you lost like 10 inches here. But my boy was so persistent. And he still, when I left here today, he was holding an Ant-Man costume to me. He said, daddy, you want to wear this? I'm like, I don't. I'm going to church. He said, you can wear it there. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. That would be awesome, but I'm not going to. But those that are persistent, gets results and he kept asking me asking me and I finally put that thing on but it's not that you have to do stuff to annoy God it's not because it was kind of annoying when my son was asking me. I love him but it was it was annoying um I'm like trying to like go to the bathroom he's like daddy you probably wear the Superman outfit I'm like no please just leave me alone but those that are persistent get results God wants to do things for us I think I'm a pretty good dad there's a scripture that talks about me being a dad compared to God the Father being a dad. And he says, God says, he's not calling us evil, but he said, compared to how good I am, Ames, you're actually like kind of evil. He's not calling us evil. He's just saying compared to my goodness and love. So God wants to answer the thing that you have a question about or the thing that you're really expecting to hear from him. 
So I'm finished, and we're going to wrap up in just a second. We have something to do here, but point number one, we're expecting specific answers. Point number two, tell someone what you're expecting. So while I was talking, I challenged y'all to write some things down. And I absolutely believe the Holy Spirit was speaking to you. Is there anyone bold enough to let me see what the couple of those are and I could read them from the front? Anybody? 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 Ian? No? Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's fine. We are going to share them with each other in a second. You don't have to get up here and like, oh, I'm expecting God to do this. No, no. All right, so this is what we're going to do. To, to, to finish our night, night off, this is what we're going to do. I want everybody to break up in groups of six. I think, that's, I think that number will work. Guys and girls mixed in the groups together, not like, well, this is the girls group over here, and this is the guys group. Let's have it mixed up. I want leaders, a guy and a girl leader at least in each group. And I want you young people to talk about the things that you're believing God. And let's not just say pass, skip. Let's really talk about it. Because I believe that if you believe God's going to do it, you'll say something about it. Amzie, what if it's extremely personal? Okay, that's fine then. If it's extremely personal. But if it's something a little more general, let's share it with each other. Life group leaders, I want you to do the exact same thing. What you're expecting. I'm going to jump in a group. I already have my stuff written down. And then at the end of it, life group leaders, we'll probably spend five or six minutes doing this. At the end of it, I want whoever's in that group. I don't care who it is, uh, whatever leaders are, I want you guys to pray over that group, pray over the things. And if you can remember some of the specific things your youth talked about, I want you to bring those things up in your prayer. And then at the end, we'll stand up and we have a confession to go over together. So uh, Steve's gonna keep playing and uh, we can break up in groups. Like let's sit here and here, kind of just go all over the place if you want to. I'm gonna give you one minute to get into a group. Hey, if you aren't going to summer camp, that's totally fine. We still love you just as much. But jump in a group anyway and, and talk about what you're expecting God to do this summer for you. All right, let's, let's diversify. Ian, you jump over in this group. Till it, you jump over in this group. Okay. Uh, Larry, you jump over here too. Does that work? Okay, okay. Got the men of Molly. Hey, Molly and, and Leslie, would you guys jump in, girls jump in this group over here? Gedneys, you guys got a group? Jump over here. Got the Gedney bros. And it's okay if you have more than six. That's totally fine. Jo join this group right here. Yeah, it's okay if you have more than six. I was just thinking that was a decent number for some reason. Sounds right. Okay, anybody get a guitar to play Kumbaya? Okay. Hey, go ahead, you guys can start. You don't have to wait on me. Start talking about what you're expecting from God. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media 